Hey guys, it's Vince. Uh, head on over to club.vincegabriel.com. That's a membership site where you can try it out for 60 days for a buck. In that membership site, you're going to get two months worth of marketing ideas, marketing coaching, marketing newsletters. Everything you need to get new clients to your gym is in there and you're going to get access to that for 60 days for just a buck. Head on over to club.vincegabriel.com and I'll see you inside. Peace. What's up, guys? Uh, welcome to part three. I Just to give you a little full disclosure of, you know, a reminder of what I've been doing. The, the first episode of this part of this series was recorded at 2.45 in the morning on New Year's Eve and... Well, like the day before, so like technically December 31st at 2.45 a.m. I recorded that first and the second episode. Um, I'm recording the third episode today, right now, on my way home um, from from, uh, Ohio. We went to uh, Youngstown, Ohio. So it's 7.23 p.m., and I've literally been driving. We drove up. I drove to Cherry Hill, where my buddy lives. Uh, got in his car. We drove six hours to the funeral, drove back, and now I just got into my car and I got another 90 minutes to go back to New Jersey and see the kids before the ball drops. So I'm coming back at you. And I, it's funny, I was kind of tired on the way back, but I got this you know surge of energy knowing I was going to need to deliver this uh, part three of lessons learned in 2021. So uh, here goes. Number, I don't even know what number this is, but part three, I'm starting with number one of part three. I think it's like 16 in total. Um, But a lesson learned was newspaper marketing works. And a lot of times people think like, oh, you know, a certain media is dead, right? Uh, Billboards don't work. Direct mail doesn't work. Newspapers don't work. And I learned this lesson this year when I moved into my new house, which was about a year ago. So technically this would apply for the full year. But when I moved into my new house, I got this newspaper and it was an old school looking newspaper. And I had never gotten it before at my, my other house. And I took a picture of the newspaper and I, sent, I posted it in the uh, Facebook group of my clients. And I asked them, I was like, hey, who reads this newspaper? And all of a sudden they chimed in like, I do, I do, I read it, I read it. And I was just like, wow, this is interesting. And I tried to run ads in the newspaper because I wanted to see if... Um, if it would work. And man, well, I will say this. The entire year in 2021, I did newspaper marketing every month. And it's some of the best marketing in terms of return on investment that we've done. It doesn't come without some work and some creativity. I will say that. But the lesson there is newspaper marketing is work. So what should you do? Well, I would look for, you know, uh, different little publications and I'm like local like hyper local stuff like there's a bigger newspaper in our area that I probably wouldn't market into 
but these local ones, people look at that stuff. They want to see the picture of their kids and the, you know, they they got the T-ball, they won the T-ball championship. So they want to see a picture of their kids in there. And, you know, they they had the Relay for Life thing. And so there's pictures of there and they want to see what's going on in the community. It's community news. And in the community news, there's also ads. And here's the good thing. If you have somewhat of wits about you in your marketing, meaning you understand how to write good headlines, you understand the principles of direct response marketing, meaning you put an offer in and there's a clear call to action and there's some kind of a story and there's some kind of copy that's, you know, again, you don't have to be a great professional copywriter. You just got to be, you know, good. Your marketing will work because everyone else sucks. Everyone else is putting these crappy ads in and they skip over them. They're like, oh, that's an ad, that's an ad, that's an ad, that's an ad. And your marketing come along and maybe it doesn't look like an ad. Or maybe it is an ad and it's a lot better than all the other ads. And so it's been working. And it's been great. So my point is, I guess, in this lesson is not to tell you that to go do newspapers, although I think you should at least try it. I think I honestly think you should try everything. But my point in telling you this is don't ever rule out a certain type of marketing just because of what other people say that it doesn't work. The only judge you should um, you, you should have is does your target market go there? Does your target market read that newspaper? Does your target market read that magazine? Does your target market? Go on Facebook. Is your target market on TikTok? Is your target market on Instagram? And here's a rule of thumb. Wherever your the eyeballs are of your clients and your target market, the people you're trying to get into your gym, you should at least try it and see if it works. And the great thing about newspaper ads is you can get a really clear return on investment. We use QR codes in all of our calls to action. So we know if it's working or not. I know what the return on the investment was. Um, and I say we're for our grit program and we really launched a grit program this year and filled almost every spot of the program with newspaper ads. I mean, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's been a pretty incredible thing. So it's just added another arm of our marketing. Um, I will say it doesn't come without some time, right? You got to go back and forth with the editors and stuff, but the goal of it is that you build up a bunch of good ads, right? You build up a bunch of good ones that you know work, and then you just rinse and repeat. Like, you know, so last last month when we ran the January ads, I basically said, hey, give me the exact same thing as December, but just change this date. And then I did no work for it. So sometimes there may be some work on the front end to get these things ready, but hell, you need every marketing arm that you can get. So don't rule out print, don't rule out anything except um, for ones that you test that actually don't work. And if it doesn't work, make sure you actually, you know, evaluate why. Did it not work? Could you just use bad marketing? Because I know plenty of people that market in this newspaper that say, oh, that newspaper's a waste of money. And I'm laughing all the way to the bank at that statement. Um, So that is... The first one of part three. Again, I have no idea what number I'm on. Sorry, guys. Um, Okay, so here's the second piece of this one. The second lesson learned is uh, something called 
Amor Fati. Something called Amor Fati. And in when the pandemic hit, I I started studying Stoicism a lot. And Stoicism was made popular by the work of a guy named Marcus Aurelius. It was brought mainstream by a guy named Ryan Holiday, who's written a bunch of really good books about um, about Stoicism. And they, in, the Stoics have a term called amor fati, which is love of fate. Love of fate. And basically what this is, is this is a, an attitude where you look at things that happen to you as either good or necessary. And I mentioned this in a podcast a couple weeks ago, but there's a really great video um, out there from Jocko Willink, who you should, you should 100% Google this. Just Google Jocko Good into YouTube. And it basically is him coming up there and saying, you know, mission got canceled, good. We'll focus on our other one. Got, got tapped out, good. More time to get better, right? All kinds of um, things where he just talks about problems and challenges that happen, and then he says the word good after it. And this is what a morphati is, is this is looking at all the things that happen to you in your life, in your business, and you look at them as good. Now, there are things, like I just came from a funeral, right, that where my 44-year-old college roommate died. And I, I can't think of anything good about it. It was terrible. It was awful. Um, and in those circumstances, it's really, really hard you know, to find the good, but hell, when you're in your business and you have a client that quits or you have six clients quit, I'll tell you this right now. I got a call from our GM and said, we had six clients go on hold last week and they went on hold because they're afraid of the virus. They went on hold. And so, you know, our mindset now is all right. Six clients went on hold. Good. What are we going to do? Right. What are we going to do to combat it? Are we going to bring back virtual? Are we going to try and get them to stay? Are we going to, uh, you know, try and maybe downgrade their membership so they come in less than the gym? What are we going to do about it? And I think too many people go into a tailspin when things happen. And Amor Fate is this attitude where you look at things as good because there's always going to be some lesson that's going to come from it. And it's changed my life, 100%. It has changed the way I think about everything in the world where I really don't get that bent out of shape about things anymore. And it's not that I don't take action. It's not that I don't, but I really just focus on, all right, what's the lesson here? And again, this has taken me a long time to learn, right? This has been a work in progress for a while. Um, even before I learned the term Amor Fati. But I went and bought an Amor Fati necklace. I have Amor Fati on the t-shirts that is just a powerful, powerful words that allow you to, when things do happen, because when, when things do happen and you go into panic mode and you go into reactive mode and you're like, oh my gosh, six clients went on a hold. What are we going to do? And all of a sudden, the whole, I call it the sky is falling mentality. And you got this sky is falling mentality, and you don't make good decisions when the sky is falling. You make good decisions when you're calm, and make good decisions when you are 
uh, have the lowest heart rates in the room. You don't make good decisions when you're freaking out. It's never a good idea to freak out. It's never a good idea to freak out. And coming from a guy that used to freak out a lot, a lot, let me tell you that it's a much better life to not freak out than to freak out. So don't freak out. This is me talking to you guys about freaking out. All right, so that's the second one for, for this lesson. A big lesson learned this, this year was this term amor fati. It's been a focal point of my life. It's been a focal point of my businesses. Um, it's we just trudge forward and we look at what happened. We look at the mistakes made. We look at you know what we can do to improve the situation and then we just move forward from there. Okay, so um, the third one, the third one is writing job ads, writing job ads. Now, I um, have been hiring lots of people. I have four companies right now. I have uh, Gabriel Fitness. I have um, Fitness Business University, which is the consulting business, the mastermind. Um, There's Kiss Marketing, which is the agency, and then there's Grit, which is the sports performance company. So there's four companies I'm managing, okay? We're always hiring. We're always hiring because all comp- all four companies are growing, but also there's times where people leave, right? We had a decent amount of people leave the gym this year, and we had to reload and replace them. Now, that's going to happen. Uh, one of my mentors always says, someone's always leaving, Someone's always leaving. There's always going to be, unless you have a really, really small team, there's going to be someone that's always kind of leaving. And I want you to look at the hiring process as not something to do, um, you know, when you need a new trainer. I want you to look at the hiring process as a marketing job. And that your most important job in, in marketing is to be able to sell the potential people on coming to work for you, right? And that includes what you put in the job ad, and then it also com- includes what you put on the interview. And I'll tell you this right now. So I have, we're, we're, we're hiring a head of marketing for the gym right now. And we've got it down to like three really solid candidates. And I will say this, is like when I get in there, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm talking about these companies, and I'm saying you're going to come in, and you're going to do stuff for the gym, and then you're also going to do stuff for consulting. I'm like building this up and I'm selling them on the dream of working for us and working here. And it's like, it's a marketing job. And the better marketing job you do, and again, nothing I'm saying is misleading or anything, don't get me wrong. But that's like a big part of your job is to build up. Why should they come work for you? And that needs to come out when you're writing your job ad. Right? Or, or do you want to be like all the rest of the dumb companies out there that just say, all right, it's you're getting $25 an hour and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, man, what about standing out? What about doing things differently? You know, so I, I changed uh, all of our job ads to be like a, a narrative and a personal note from me so they could feel the difference and they could feel the energy in my voice and they could feel that this is a place that I would want to jump on board with, right? Because remember, the, the, everything going on with employment right now is totally screwed. 
right? There's this mass exodus from all, it's like this unbelievable shift in the labor market right now. And so, like, what do we need to do? We need to dress up. We need to dress up more, right? It's just like we can't just put that lazy slap job ad out anymore. We need to dress up and we need to put our best clothes on to attract the best people because this, your businesses live and die by the people you put out on the floor. Your businesses live and die by the people you put on the floor, by the trainers you hire, by the front desk people you hire, by the people that are doing the marketing for your gym. Your business lives and dies by those people. And the businesses that will be the most successful are be the, will be the ones with the best people. Hands down. And so, as the owner, one of the things I've learned this year is part of my job. Now, I don't check the resumes. I don't look at resumes. I don't do phone interviews. I don't do anything like that. But, man, my job is to write an unbelievable job at almost similarly to writing a Facebook ad or writing an email that my job, my goal is to get people to respond to that. And that is a skill. And, you know, partly you can, you know, learn some of this from my book, um, the 364 Hiring Manual, where, you know, I do talk about it, although I'm due for, you know, a revised version of that because I have changed some things. Not a lot. The, the core structure is placed. The whole 364 system is in place. But I've just changed some things within the 364 over the years. I wrote that book, you know, six years ago or something. Um, but it's still a great resource that you guys can use. And it talks about job ads. and gives you structure of job ads and all that. But this is an important thing. Like knowing that, hey... My business lives and dies by the people that we put on the floor. Well, that a job ad is a tool. And so one of the things I've really worked on is my ability to write better job ads to help attract better people. And I will say that we've hired some really good people in the last year based on these this new way uh, of writing job ads. One of the guys was the guy I talked about, you know, earlier in, in Mike Mullen, who... Um, who runs our grip program. And and he came in on one of the, you know, conversational type job ads that I um, that I did. I'm like driving like Miss Daisy right now. People passing me like crazy. I'm like literally on I-95. I'm going like 65. I need to speed it up. Anyway. Um, so that's the uh, so that's the third one. So learning how to write good job ads and then being able to also when you're interviewing people how do you talk about your company how do you like sell them on the excitement and what how cool it would be to work there and it's been really cool to see people wanting to work and sending us emails saying I want this job I want this job and partly is is because of how we lay it out for them in the job ad and in the interview so this is important stuff. Like as much as I talk about marketing, um, you, you have to understand recruiting. You have to understand hiring um, because at the end of the day, you're only as good as the team you put out on the floor. So that is uh, the end of part number three. Um, ending this one at seven, uh, around seven o'clock, eight o'clock on, or six, yeah, seven o'clock on um on New Year's Eve, so hopefully you're gearing up, and having, you know, by the time you listen to this, New Year's Eve will be passed, but 
Um, hopefully you're having a great new year and you're um, primed and ready for a great year. If you need any help, feel free to uh, reach out to us. You know where to find us. All the links are in the show notes. And we'll talk to you soon. Peace.